Welcome to Fangs for the Memories, the show that stands short kings like Jonathan. <laughs> He's just a little Aww, guy. We love a short king. <laughs> we do. We love a short king who, for some reason, has a bolt action rifle and a briefcase. Yeah, just for him. Well, we'll talk about We're going to get there. Um, <laughs> but... um, my name is Leslie. Um, I use they, them, their pronouns, and I am coming to you live sort of <laughs> i guess um from the uh the hellmouth of boston ma and as always i'm joined by my co-host kate hello i am kate and my pronouns are she her or they them um and i am also i'm not coming live i'm um <laughs> recorded <laughs> i just recorded various reactions yeah, um, it's like that scene in in Home Alone where he like yes, <laughs> the sl- yeah, where you just are like, hey, don't have a cow, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember what he says. And like cuts all. Well, he like cuts all the um the recordings together so it sounds like a human adult having yes. a conversation. So <laughs> that's what I do. Um, uh-huh. I, I'm really good at editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm taking a nap right now. But um, I yeah. am in the uh, the blustery hellmouth of Philadelphia. Yeah, it's, very it's rainy. fall, baby. It's rainy it's, today. Is it? Oh, yeah. Man. But I love. Just I have. I'm happy about today. the fall. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so I'm in I'm in my element. Oh yeah, this is we're in spooky season. It's Buffy mm-hmm. time. It's like perfect Buffy watching yes. season. It is. It's prime yeah. Buffy time. Yeah, this is like normally when I re I like launch a rewatch. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. is around this time, but now I'm always watching Buffy. Right for my full time <laughs> job. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> for the full time job, we get paid twenty eight dollars a month. Oh, good. Yep. Um, shall we do some vibes? Sure. Would you like to go? Yeah. Um, I'm having good. I'm I'm good vibing. Uh, it's fall. <laughs> it's spooky. This is like my time. I um, my birthday is in October, <laughs> so I'm like. You know, oh, nice. it's like ultimate Kate time. Um, <laughs> I'm going on a um, very fall trip uh, with my boyfriend to Beacon, New York this weekend. Um, Ooh. Yeah, we're going to like peep some leaves and go to some Ooh. go to Storm King, which is a sculpture garden thing. And um, one of my friends sent me a tweet that was very funny. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm so deeply unoriginal. And it was like, it's almost time to um, hard launch your relationship with Instagram photos <laughs> of you and your boyfriend. It's Storm King. And I was like, damn yep. it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're going to do that. <laughs> nice. Um, but, yeah. Oh, the other thing to do that I did today today was my first day of um i didn't have any coffee today oh yeah i'm like trying how you how you doing i took a nap when i got home from work oh no so like i'm fine but i think i'm just like um i guess i'm used to like like just flying 
like yeah yeah like a little addict on coffee <laughs> and um i'm like more chill i suppose right now okay and that's okay. like a thing that i'm not used to let's say right so um yeah we're we're working it out i'm living the um the English breakfast tea life at the moment. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you were just hitting cold turkey. No, but... no. Okay. Um, I just feel like I get, I like, I have too many ups and downs with coffee. Right. Peaks you know? and valleys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would like just sort of a more, a generally kind of like even uh, day. Mm-hmm. I think that would be I nice. Feel you. Yeah. So that's the plan. Um, but yeah, I took a nap today. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Well, good good luck to you on on the caffeine. <laughs> Thank you. Adventure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what are your vibes like? Uh, my vibes have been. I mean, speaking of peaks and valleys, um, <laughs> I oh man, I, I was ran ragged. I worked two sixty hour weeks Oof. back to back the, the last two weeks. I was working overtime at, at our blood bank. Um, because they hadn't like digitized any of their um, documents there since like 1979. Oh my god! So, so they were like, um, "Can someone please come and help us digitize all these, like, scan all these documents and shit?" And I had done work like that before yeah. in the past, and I was like, "I like money and yeah, and money's not good. having to talk to people." Yeah, <laughs> like, I love both of those things too. So, yeah, so I've been doing that, but I was like, "It's fucking stupid because it's like it's not." hard work you know i'm not like in the mines or whatever i'm not like doing anything like really taxing but i still like i just was run dry by the end of this week i actually took today off so i could like sleep in because i was like man i'm yeah i'm running on fumes um but i also got to hang out with um our friend jay from our cousin podcast library punk and <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> yeah we went to the museum and then went to trivia and we won second place amazing at our, at our bar trivia yes yeah, so that was fun wow um yeah he is a, a peach and and we love him i believe it <laughs> jay's been rocking some like pretty cool outfits lately yeah yeah very yeah. fashionable yeah love it big fan um yeah sweet that sounds good awesome stuff, good stuff yeah 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 so let's just jump right into it okay. what did we think of i i really liked these two episodes because i i feel like they got i don't know what it what it is but i i felt like watching them i got a little bit deeper into like the characters you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it wasn't just like oh it, and it's funny because like uh, well, why don't we do? Okay, we'll do the first episode first, okay. and then I'll I'll go into my thought process. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our first episode is earshot. <laughs> um, oh my god, this is funny. A near fatal run in with a pair of oozy mouthless demons <laughs> unexpectedly oozy. leaves Buffy with the awesome ability to hear other people's thoughts, but this newfound power ultimately threatens to overwhelm and destroy her as the cacophony of thoughts isolates her from the rest of the world and drives her to the brink of insanity. When Buffy's clairvoyance unearths a potential mass murder plan at the school, Giles, Willow, and the rest of the gang spring into action to locate the would-be thriller, the would-be killer, and thwart (laughs) 
I was going to say the would-be thriller and court court a schoolyard (laughs) massacre while Angel endeavors to keep Buffy from spiraling into telepathy-induced madness. Madness. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. This was, I Um, liked this episode. I love this episode. And I think the title is one of the more clever episode titles they've ever had. Yeah. Um. Better than um, Doppelgangland. Or Inca Mummy Girl. (laughs) Not good. Those aren't Um, good. So the... I almost said cool, but it's not cool. But the interesting thing about this episode is that this was was supposed to air the week after Columbine happened. It was, yeah. So they pulled this, and I think they pulled Graduation Day, too. Yeah. Um, and they didn't air those until much later in the year. So, yeah, this is like an episode that I feel like doesn't it doesn't get aired much because of the school shooting, right? And because it. it's like it is a one shot. It's not really central. I mean, they mention some things about what's going on with like the the season arc, yeah, but it's not really central to the conclusion of the of the season. So, right. yeah, I feel like um. Yeah, it doesn't get a whole lot of play. Yeah, like I forgot. I actually forgot the ending of this episode completely. I remembered mm-hmm. her. I remembered the like Buffy getting telepathy thing because I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting that it's like a superpower that makes you go insane. Right. You know, it's like, it sounds really cool at first. And you're like, holy moly, I can hear everyone's thoughts. And then you're like, I cannot shut anyone in the world out. Like, Right. And it, it's, it was interesting that Giles brought up the fact that, like, you know, if, if her friends are around Buffy, like, they can't help but think the things that they don't yeah. want her to hear. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, and it was funny just like I mean it was funny and then sad like it was very comedic at first that like everyone's thinking things that Buffy shouldn't hear and then it's like oh well this drives everyone away from Buffy no one wants to be around her because she knows everything that's going on in your head right exactly like Like, Willow saying like yeah Willow saying like oh I can't believe Buffy did the reading I can't yeah. believe she understood the reading. Like, that's supposed to be, I mean, I get it, but, like, that's supposed to be your friend, you know? Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't think it was coming from, like, a, a mean place. It was just, like, a, a surprise. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is kind of out of out of character when she's talking so much about Othello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is so funny. It is funny. Um, Yeah. And, like, you just can't help. Like, you don't, I don't know. I don't think you can. You can't really help what comes into your head. Right. You can help because how it's... you deal with those things. Right. Yeah. Because it is, you know, it is the one place where, like, ostensibly nobody can enter or access. So, yeah, you do end up, like, having thoughts that are, like, you know, maybe mean or intrusive or, you know, stuff like that. So, right. Yeah. To be able to hear them all the time would just be yeah completely a friendship ruining totally yeah because i know i've thought like i've thought things like that about my friends too like oh i can't believe they you know did this or whatever like in front of them and then it's like you know i know how to control my 
like what I choose to say out loud. Right. Yeah. Um, I do think it's hysterical that before her telepathy manifests, mm-hmm. there were they because they say something about okay, the whole point is she gets like demon blood on her hand. Yeah, it and, looks like glowing milk. Yeah, it looks like pearlescent jizz. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, we're glowing milk. We're glowing milk, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, From a scab. It's who I didn't think it was particularly scabby, but they keep calling them scabby demons. Yeah, I don't think they... Yeah, I don't they know. They were more just like weird, mouthless lizard guys. Yeah, they Yeah, they did look very, kind of reptilian. They kind of looked like um, the silence from Doctor Who. They have a very like weird alien, yeah, mouthless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and like they don't have to have mouths because right, they, they can read each other's thoughts and communicate yeah. that way. Um, but I think it's so funny that they're before it like manifests, they're at they're like wondering like, oh my god, I'm gonna she's Buffy's like, I'm gonna grow a tail or whatever, and then Willow's like, what if you grow a big demon dick? <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like, she was so demon? many words. <laughs> I know, yeah, <laughs> which is very she's funny. Like... Um, yeah, so basically, yeah, Buffy is like fighting these two mouthless lizard guys, which I think I will also think it's interesting that like. Um, there are more like this is the season I think that starts introducing more demons. Like she's not right. just fighting vampires all the time. Like there's also yeah. vampires, but there's like just random, which is kind of funny that there's like two mouseless lizard guys just walking around Sunnydale. Yeah, and they don't really establish like who Why they were, they're what there. they were doing there. They're just yeah, hanging out. But it's, I mean, it, it's like um. It's like a um, like a bug lamp, like right. you know, it, a moth to a flame or whatever. Like that's what the hell, the hell mouth like doesn't yeah doesn't discriminate. It does not. But yeah, it would be interest. It would have been nice to. I that's the other funny thing too is like there's a lot of episodes where there's you know the the backstory of the lizard guy and like all the stuff and yeah. like what they're doing in Sunnydale. But it's like no, they're just like hanging out um, in the graveyard. <laughs> You know, Buffy has to kill him, and like she's, she like you know is flinging them around on like picnic tables, and yeah, there was a <laughs> there was a scene there was a scene in this one and a scene in the next episode where like that stunt person mm-hmm. is like, ah, oh, there's no way they didn't like, you know, uh, bruise a tailbone or something. Yeah, like oh, it just them landing did not did not uh look correct to me (laughs) it looked kind of painful yeah but um i also thought it was funny at the beginning of this episode that buffy is still dressed like a kennedy um yeah still yep Mm -hmm. uh there's very like like she's got like a um like a cardigan set with like the (laughs) the sweater is tied around her neck and she's Mm -hmm. like wearing all pink and like um it's just interesting like the way that she's uh, I feel like the way that she's styled in a lot of these episodes where she has to like be the opposite of faith you know they like yeah. really play it up mm-hmm. that like you know in this episode too she's like she gets to a point where she's like you know in bed and she needs her mom and 
which is a very funny part too but right we'll um, get there because i have so many thoughts yeah (laughs) but um i want to talk about this insane like the i guess the editor of the paper freddie Uh uh-huh. <laughs> just you know, it's like a one. It's a one shot uh, episode. So like, Freddy, yeah, he's a yeah. If Freddie's in this episode, and like, I don't think we ever see him again. But anyway, so Freddie is like this, you know, sort of like, like hot shot journalist, <laughs> which I always <laughs> find like, like hilarious in yeah, um, in like high school movies and TV when there's like. You know, the people like this is like a Gilmore Girls thing, too, where they like took the paper yeah. incredibly mm-hmm. seriously. Um, And I do not remember anyone taking a paper seriously in high school, but I no. could be wrong. Yeah, I had a bunch of friends who were in like the yeah, the journalism club or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, the TV news production. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, nobody gave a shit. I think the only time that they were like really mondo excited to be there was when they uh taught them how to do like the little chiron at the bottom of the screen yeah that's (laughs) and so they would like like train the camera on somebody and say like oh this person's a dick (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) like under the chiron yeah it's like yeah it's like and here's our friend bill a giant dick yeah bill yeah bill eats butts yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's so funny to see and and this the guy that they got too looks like he's 16 you know he's kind of gangly yeah you know he's got the hair and all that stuff and he's just like he's he he wants to be like yeah like um yeah like a big shot guy and it's like dude Come on. Yeah. You write about pep rallies. But like. his his quote from about the pep rally was um which, you know, not not great journalism. Uh for pseudo prostitutes to provoke men into a sexual frenzy. That was extremely uncomfortable, yeah. So uncomfortable. Like not a fan of it. That's Freddie trying to be trying to do some like weird you know, like some gonzo journalism where it's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah, dude, okay. Like uh, you it's, might need yeah. to read a little more theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not not into it. <laughs> boring, boring stuff. Yeah, that's some boring <laughs> that's a boring take, Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> People have been saying things like that for a long time. Why don't you think yeah. of something new? Um, yeah, you're but, not you're not winning any um, Nobel prizes. No, um, that kind of stuff. And then Willow's like, "Wow, the school paper has been really depressing lately." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you are writing for the paper at Sunnydale High, I'm pretty sure it's just all like pages four to 11 are just all obituaries yeah so yeah yeah, i would say so yeah and then yeah oz says that he's like i like the obits (laughs) which is really oh man yeah there's like good um there's some good like funny moments in this episode yeah you know there there's some so xander and oz have a couple like back and forths in this one and the next episode Mm -hmm. and it got me thinking because like this i don't know what happened but during these two episodes i really started to kind of i'm not gonna say turn around on xander but i started to really see because you kind of forget to really see him as like 
you know, a 17-year-old young man who, you know, has a pretty lousy family life and he doesn't really have an outlet, you know, to share feelings or get advice. You know, he's not really like he's like Giles is not really a father figure to him. Right. He doesn't really have, you know, like strong male friendships that I can that I can see. So I like like I'm yeah, I'm not giving him a pass, but for some reason I like just really saw him as like a character mm-hmm. in these couple episodes. So it was uh it was just different. And and we see how so they they do a lot of cuz what they're doing is they're trying to set up Wesley and Cordelia for the spin-off. Right. So they're really like hammering in on this weird kind of pseudo romantic relationship that they're having which is still kind of gross to me yeah it is um, to- it's totally gross it's just not yeah i'm not a fan of it um but up until now it's kind of been played as a laugh for xander but we see like when he's thinking about it so much we see how much it hurts him you know yeah but like, I don't imagine know. i wasn't like sympathetic to it at all i don't know i guess maybe i was because like imagine Imagine having to like basically see your ex every day flirting with a teacher. I don't know. I would just feel like, ugh. yeah, I don't know. I just hated like when he was kind of, you know, he was talking about all the women at the pep rally and he's like, all these yeah, healthy young was... women. Yeah. And then he's I, like, Wesley yeah, has not... his eyes all over my Cordy. And you're like, you guys don't have a good relationship like (laughs) you cannot be together like you treat each other like absolute garbage yeah you know but yeah i don't know but that's good i mean i think that's good though to have like a yeah i wish that i was having a more sympathetic response to him i do like his little back and forths with oz too yeah, yeah. I, and I wish, I kind of wish that they had a stronger friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to see them, you know, I would like to see him have an outlet to, like, you know, have Oz maybe, like, teach him that it's not okay to be this much of a fucking misogynist. Yeah, but... that would be cool. Because uh... he's great, you know, as we've said a million times, Oz is a is a relationship expert. He's a treasure, and it's so funny when Buffy reads his mind, and he's having all these oh like, God. deep, like, fucking Descartes ass. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like thoughts about like he's like if Buffy can read my mind, am I Buffy? Are we Buffy? <laughs> Are we all Buffy? Like, yeah, I will cease all the to same? exist. Am like... I ceasing to exist? And she's like, "What the fuck? Well, like, what is this?" <laughs> yeah, like everyone else is like, Xander's like, "Oh my god, I'm thinking about sex. I'm thinking about sex again. I'm thinking about sex. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm thinking about sex." Oh, and Cordelia, who was like perfect in this episode, because she she thinks the thing and then immediately just says exactly what she was thinking yeah Yeah. it's perfect because it's like yeah the whole point of filter yeah that she doesn't yeah Yeah. like how we were just saying like you think a thing but you wouldn't say that thing and every single time it's like such a good (laughs) like uh comedic beat that like she thinks this thing and she's immediately like i'm bored i'm bored (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. The the thing about this sh- the 
for for be for having like at the very end having such like serious material mm-hmm. it is really really funny yeah <laughs> so, like, well they the, do a good job of going back and forth from being yeah balancing it where it's not like uncomfortable you know yeah it's, it's a quick it's a quick turnaround from one scene being funny to one scene being really super serious but it's not it's not you know um unnerving or like weird yeah know? um so yeah so like basically i mean it's kind of, it is funny to think about like what everybody it's like what is everybody thinking about like Xander can't stop thinking about sex, so he has to mm-hmm. run away. Wesley can't <laughs> stop thinking about Cordelia, so he also runs away. Willow is basically like, my best friend is barely even human anymore. Like, how are we going to even be friends? Yeah. Oz is, yeah, going down some Oz is deep Oz. <laughs> stoner. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's like the, yeah, who that's am the, I? Am I anything uh, anymore if someone else has my thoughts? <laughs> um, and then, um, so then Buffy goes to Angel because she's oh, trying to read his mind because she's like, yeah. you know, she's still all like hung up about this like faith angel fake relationship yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny when he's just staring there, like staring into space and she's just staring at him and he's like, yeah, like Buffy, trying to get you in can't there. read my mind. And I always think my first thought is like, because he has no thoughts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my first thought was like, okay, he's like undead. So basically his, I thought his brain was like tapioca just putting in there. So Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a vamp thing. It's like a mirror. It's a, it's a reflection. Thing, yeah. I yeah. guess that makes sense. I don't sense. think it's, so. It feels a little too... It, it, fine. Whatever. I mean, you know, I'll play along. <laughs> I think I, I could see that vamps... Like, you couldn't read a vamp's brain. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's because of the same principles as a mirror. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's because their brains don't actually work. Because they're like... I don't know. Well, it's because there's, yeah, they're like, pose- it's possession. Yeah, they're like undead. So, right. yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that was my first thought was like, you can't read my mind because there's not, there's nothing going on in here, buff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, um, and that's why he's like the, the proto himbo. Mm-hmm. You know? He's just staring there with his eyebrow ridge. Um, <laughs> but this part made me laugh so hard. Like, you know, Buffy, I mean, it makes sense. Like, so this is a relationship between a high school student and a 243-year-old. So, like, <laughs> she doesn't know how to talk to boys yet. Yeah. Because she's hasn't whole, figured that out. Yeah, the whole communication thing. Um, And he's like, I don't want a bad girl. I've done that. I've been with dozens of bad girls like that. More hundreds. I've banged a thousand <laughs> bad girls. I have no idea. With a different bad girl every night. Every night since the 1700s, <laughs> baby. Yeah, but I've only loved one person, which doesn't also that doesn't seem possible. That also seems yeah. I think he loved no. Darla. He had I think to so love too. Darla. But anyway, in 243 years, apparently, 
Angel has loved <laughs> one person, and it is Miss Buffy Summers. Um, so you know, kudos, <laughs> congrats to Buffy. There you go, but <laughs> it's um, a real catch. <laughs> yeah, what a great, what a great boyfriend you have, Buffy. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's very loyal, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, kind of boring. I mean, very boring. <laughs> There's a lot of just like sort of hemming and hawing in their relationship. Yeah, especially in the in the, ne- in the, ne- is yeah. the next episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But like, I was thinking about like relationships I had in high school and how I did not talk to the person that I was dating. Like, there was <laughs> no communication whatsoever. Oh, you mean like. About like if any, you were feeling things. Yeah, if I was feeling okay. things, it was just like, okay, I got, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to talk to you. Like it didn't, I didn't figure it out until I was probably like, I don't know, like maybe I. Well, th- I guess this is still pretty young. I figured it out when I was like 16 or 17, but I would say like early, you know, like junior high boyfriends or like early high school boyfriends. I didn't talk to mm. them at all. <laughs> I was just like, huh. yeah, because it's like nobody teaches like they're not teaching you that and like, you know, sex ad or whatever. No. Like, how do you communicate with someone that you want to make out with? You're just yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Um, I remember I I dated this guy when I was uh, when I was in junior high. I was I've always been kind of a like kind of a weirdo and like (laughs) it was not popular um and for some reason this like popular like hockey player guy liked me and i was like ah okay his name was wayne gretzky yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know imagine my life could have been so different (laughs) um no but i was like are you sure you want to date me? Like we had nothing in common. We had nothing to talk about. Um, I think we just like made out on the bleachers a bunch. And then like, maybe <laughs> we went out for like ice cream or like went to a movie or whatever. And mm. then um, I just found our relationship to be deeply boring and was like, I don't know what, <laughs> like, is this supposed to be like, how this this goes like Like, yeah i can't it's like i would rather just hang out with my friends they're like more fun and then (laughs) i broke up with him and he wrote me this like crazy letter about how he's like never loved anyone as much as me which you know we were like 13 so like okay yeah it's fine but it was just so confusing i was like i don't understand anything about like love or i don't think i understand like what this is what's happening here you know right like how things are i guess not supposed to be but how you know how they're supposed to be for you right you know yeah and like we didn't talk about i i mean i just don't think that i had anything to say to this person so i didn't know what our relation i guess you know it's like what is our relationship based on I have no idea. So, right. um, 
yeah, it was just so weird. And so, like, I had, like, a couple other relationships like that, like, early on in high school. And then I was like, there's got to be a guy or person out there who, like, I can have a conversation interesting. with. <laughs> and then I found them eventually. But, but yeah. yes, it was, it's weird. I don't know. Uh, so I had one more thought while I was watching Earshot. Yeah. Oh, and then we have to talk about the actual like ending. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's kind of stupid, but uh, going back to Cordelia, I I think it's weird that she keeps showing up <laughs> in, in like the Scooby meetings, even though like she clearly like doesn't really like anybody in there. Yes. So like, aside from wanting to fuck Wesley, I still don't understand why she shows up to the library to help these people out. Yeah, I'm not really sure either because, I mean, she's busy. She has a lot going on. <laughs> she's got so much going she's on. She's a cheerleader. She's yeah. like in all these clubs. And, and, well, spoilers, she has to get a job because her dad gets busted for, like, securities fraud or yeah. something. So she ends up, she's not rich anymore. Yeah. Um, but she's doing it on the sly. So, like, yeah, yeah why is she, I, I mean, it, the very, like, generous read would be like she just really wants to help people and this is like the best way that she can like think to do it um but that doesn't really seem i don't know yeah it just makes no sense so let's talk about the ending okay (laughs) (laughs) all righty let me fill up my Um, notes okay so um I think the ending is fucking stupid. <laughs> it is really stupid. It's like such a giant cop out, I guess. It it is like uh I don't know. The I feel like I I don't think this is correct. I think they wrote it how it's written, but it feels like they tacked on the lunch lady thing because they didn't want to make Jonathan a mass murderer. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, because nobody who wants to kill themselves would do it with a bolt action rifle with a scope on it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that doesn't seem like the right gun uh, to do that. Yeah. I, it, it just was very confusing and was like... Yeah, how's he going to point it at himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing's like four feet long. Yeah. And then, like the so, so they they think it's the they think it's the paper guy Freddie, and Freddie has been running away from them from them. But that's because he wrote a bad review about Oz's <laughs> band. Um, he said that it they played their music like they had like, plump Polish sausages taped to their hands. There. Yeah, and Oz was like, you know, that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. That's enough. fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that should have been the red herring. Like, right, Freddy there was enough. Been, yeah. Yeah. And then the plot twist of, you know. It's Jonathan. Because we, we hear Jonathan say when when Buffy is walking down the hall for the first time. Mm-hmm. Jo- you, like, you can hear Jonathan's voice saying something like, oh, my God, no one will ever love me or something like that. There's yes. a lot of, like, depressing thoughts in those hallways, which, like, it, it, in high school, yeah, that's probably accurate. Um. But it just made a lot more sense to have Jonathan be, you know, the guy. 
Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, they just didn't... I don't know, like, if their plan for Jonathan was there from the beginning, but, like, you know, spoiler, Jonathan's in the in the show for the whole for the show. Whole, yeah. Um, and he kind of occupies this weird space where, like, you know, for a long time, he's just, like, this character on the periphery, and then he, like, gets more involved in things. Yeah, um, he has his own, like, his own episode at one point, I feel like, where yeah. he, like, makes a wish or something. Yeah, yeah, and he becomes, like, there's some, like, big bad stuff, um, yeah. you know, in a much, much later season where he's kind of, like, part of a a crew that does a, a lot cabal. of evil things. So, mm-hmm. like, it almost makes sense that, like, he would be... He would have, like, the... The capacity to be... Yeah. Evil, you know? Yeah. And, like, it would be about that. Like, here's mm-hmm. this kid. Um, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, like, they had to change it or, like, if it was always written this way... But it does feel like a cop out, you know, that they're like, oh, never mind. Ha ha ha. It's the lunch like, lady who's killing it's us the, with her yeah. with her sloppy joes. With a big cartoon box of like rat poison. Yeah. Like, it looks like a fucking, it looked like a, a theater thing, you know? Like, yeah. Like you have to make it like the prop really big so that the people in the back can see like oh it's clearly rat poison yes um, and like she comes after xander with like a cleaver like yeah. the whole thing is very <laughs> and, like, slapstick and like yeah and um, then they have a fight i think this is hysterical so yeah she comes at she's like a larger lady and she comes at xander with the cleaver and then buffy and her have like a kung fu fight yep but the stunt woman that they got for her is like a size eight. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like, funny. I didn't notice that. <laughs> so significantly, she's much significantly like more petite than the actual like actress. And I was like, that's fucked up a little bit. Like you couldn't find somebody who like, you know, who, who like at least body matched a little bit. Like, oh, it was, uh, it yeah. just bummed me out. I was like, eh. But yeah, it just made no sense because then she's like, oh, all you do is eat. And it's like, you're a lunch lady, lady. Like- yeah, like, that's your job is to feed <laughs> these turds. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe they <laughs> eat because they like your food. Yeah. Like, what is your... Uh, I, don't I don't know. But yes, it was very silly. Um, I did like the end end, which is... Um, yes. <laughs> so, like, you know, that whole thing happens. Jonathan, I guess, has to, like, talk to his parents, and they're very worried and upset and everything mm. about him, um, you know, clearly trying to... I mean, not clearly trying to commit suicide, but allegedly, whatever. Um, and then... Willow and Buffy are talking, and Willow gives the yearbook staff all of the um, murder profiles, which is very funny. Oh, yeah. Like, if that was everyone's yearbook, uh, like, pull quotes that year, we're just like, are are you, like, how often do you think about murder? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which is perfect for Sunnydale. Yeah, absolutely, on, you know on brand yeah 
And then Buffy and Giles are talking and he's like, oh, maybe you should ask Jonathan to the prom. And she's like, what am I, Saint Buffy? (laughs) (laughs) Which is also very funny. Um, And then she hits him with the the big wallop that she knows. And she's like, well, you know, I forget. Oh, they're like, you know, I guess we still have to figure out that damn ascension. And she's like... Well, we'll figure it out if you're not too busy having sex with my mother. Right. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. But and then he and then he literally like runs face first into a tree. Yeah, which is like <laughs> magnificent. Um, which was I I read somewhere that that was a a decision by Anthony Head. <laughs> He's like, you so know what like I should improved. do? Yeah, he was like, I, I really think this would be funny. And then and then they did it and they kept it. So I'm very glad that they did. Because that yeah. was like perfect comedic timing. Because immediately fade to black after that. Yeah. And it was just like, boom, done. Punchline. Like, so good. Yeah. Like, just to, I mean, the fact that, like, Buffy knows that now is such, it's so fucking crazy. Right. And the, the scene where it happens is funny because, like, you know, Buffy's in bed and she's recuperating and her mom is like, like flitting about the room and like making sure she's got a pillow and then mm-hmm. running out. And she's like, oh, you need a blanket. And and Buffy's like, and and me watching, I was like, Joyce, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, your daughter's not like dying or whatever. Right, right, right. And so as soon as Joyce like takes a beat, Buffy's like, oh, my God, you had sex with Giles. Like, right. Like, duh, of course that's what she was thinking. Like, please don't let my daughter know the worst thing that I don't want to tell her, you know? Right. She's trying to <laughs> do so that thing. Funny. Yeah, she's trying to do the thing that everybody else was doing. To busy her mind to right. not, like, immediately go to, like, I fucked your librarian. <laughs> yeah. And, like, immediately she's like, oh, I hope, you know, it's like in her brain, she's like, I hope he does, I hope Buffy doesn't know that I fucked the librarian. Yeah. And she's like, you fucked the librarian on a cop car twice? (laughs) Twice? (laughs) Incredible. Also, way to go, Giles and Joyce. Yeah. Fucking twice on a cop car. (laughs) So I, I I read another little thing too where the writer, I forget. I forget the name of the writer of this episode, but uh, Jane they, something. Yeah. So they really wanted to because I guess I mean, it, it wasn't clear to me definitely like how far they went. And so the writer was like, yeah, I guess fans were like not 100 percent sure. And like uh-huh. that was kind of a, a thing that they wanted to clear up. So they were like, yes, we fucked twice on the cop car while the cop was unconscious because Giles punched him in the face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best things to ever happen. Yeah. So, so good. good. Man. Um, so, yeah, perfect, perfect, like, a- actual ending. Um, mm-hmm. But I did not enjoy the cop out of the. You know, yeah, of the real, like, the, the lunch lady. Lunch lady killer. That's such a, like,. Yeah, that's such a, like, Bugs Bunny cartoon thing. Yeah. To be like, the lunch lady killed us with her sloppy joes. Waka waka. Yeah. yeah like, come not, on. Not into it. No. Um, But yeah, overall, overall a very good episode, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I like the episodes, too, where, like, Buffy kind of is, like, somewhat, um, like something happens to her powers i think Mm -hmm. you know 
and like she has to sort of figure out what to do or or right. everyone else has to figure out how to help her right yeah i also liked that like yeah the whole like angel going to like get the heart of the other demon and then he like makes her drink this like glowing potion oh yeah yeah <laughs> whatever that was oh yeah. good stuff yeah all right so shall we move on to choices choices yes not a, not the greatest name eh, but you know, you know it's they got, what they they're doing it's what they're doing <laughs> yeah um it's about their college choices, really. It's about school. Mm-hmm. It's a very special episode about school choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> since face turned to the dark side seems to have put the proverbial kibosh on Buffy's chances of ever getting out of Sunnydale to go away to college, Buffy decides to launch an offensive and shut down the mayor's plan for ascension. Meanwhile, plans for the future are the order of the day. As Willow tries to choose amongst a bevy of college acceptances, Sander prepares to hit the road on a Kerouac-inspired adventure. And, I know, so dumb. <laughs> and Buffy and Angel refuse to fa- face the insurmountable obstacles to a successful life together. Um, uh, Xander suddenly being a bohemian is like the dumbest thing on earth so i i understand from what i I, i've done a lot of research since um in the past like couple days about this show i don't know why (laughs) i was on like a i was on like a binge yeah yeah um so throughout the entire couple seasons they were actually on the fence about who they wanted to make a queer character willow or xander Mm. so that's why they have a lot of scenes with um xander and larry who's an out man right right um and i feel like this is part of that because i don't know if you've read on the road but like indeed i have yeah like all of those beat guys were gay as hell and they were all fucking each other yeah but on the road but jack kerouac was like the most like hyper masculine like yeah but like i feel like i don't know i feel like you know that entire like genre i don't know if it's really a genre but that like moment in literary yeah you know was extremely queer and extremely like homoerotic at the very least. Yeah, so. I think for everyone except for Jack Jack Kerouac. <laughs> like if he was like, <laughs> I'm going on my Allen Ginsberg like adventure. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, to me, it's like Jack Kerouac was like he just wanted to like drive around and and like bone ladies and then like go back to his mom's house. <laughs> that's my take on jack kerouac everyone not a huge fan but no, i like the other either. beats yeah and like like burroughs was queer yeah um but yeah like i feel like uh it's just funny too because it's i get i get where they're like going but it's like xander has never shown any interest in like being that kind of being guy. Being spirity. Yeah. yeah, or like reading. Like you've never seen him read before and suddenly yeah. he's like, oh, I'm a big Jack Kerouac fan. I don't yeah. know. It's so out of it, the blue. It is. It's completely out of character for him. Yeah. But whatever. That's fine. I mean, they're all kind of trying on 
I guess like the thing about deciding where you're going to go to school or like what your next steps are going to be you're sort of trying on a bunch of different like potential futures right yeah that's true you know um and uh you know like willow's got like but willow could basically choose anything um right you know she's she got accepted to oxford which is where they make giles's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was so funny and then which cordelia called four years in teabag central which sounds like uh like hello uh, wink, wink yeah you know i'm like is. hey hey that's band camp for Alice yeah that sounds no, that sounds <laughs> fun <Teabag> central yeah <laughs> um i love that so yeah cordelia walks in and says a bunch of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> just like just completely dunks on xander and, like, they they have a little, like, back and forth about it. But I love that Willow finally, like, just very gently tells Xander to, like, knock the fuck off yeah. about Cordelia. Like, everyone in that situation, you know, from the past, you know, with, like, Lover's Walk or whatever, um, when they found them kissing and then she got rebar, like, impa- she was impaled on rebar. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that situation is pretty much over it except for Xander. Yeah. And so... Like, I mean, I guess Cordelia, yeah, she does instigate it, but it, it, Willow says, like, she, like Xander falls for it every time. Like, every time Cordy comes in for a dig, yeah, he's, you know, he, he's, like, he, he sees her dropping the banana peel, and then he still steps on the banana peel. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, like, he took the time, like, he was walking around in town and took the time to... Go into the store into she the was store. in. Yeah. Just to say like, Mleh. Just to be a dick to her and be like, oh, are you pissed because you didn't get in, into any schools? Which like, come on. You know Cordelia got into a bunch of schools. Like, Yeah. She- although I think it's hysterical that she just had all of her acceptance letters well, yeah. in, her, in her purse. <laughs> She's like, oh, here, this is where I keep them. Yeah. Um, which also <laughs> doesn't make sense given that she works there. Yeah, like, like why, why would she her... have her purse on her? Yeah, that makes no sense. I like to carry my purse around uh... with me when I work in at my job. Yeah, with my all of my college, even even um even now, even now, yeah, even, <laughs> even now, I like to have my college acceptance letters uh-huh. just in case someone comes in to my uh, my workplace and insults me my intelligence yeah like how dare you (laughs) um it's weird though because it's like i feel like so when they were kind of like like there's like hate fucking which like clearly they were doing at one point yeah Um, that was the beginning of their relationship and that like makes sense to a certain extent but like what they're doing now is just like cruel unless they have sex again and then it's like oh okay so they're still just doing this thing which is like foreplay Mm -hmm. but like it's not i it's such a weird situation like i don't know it's like why don't they just stay away from each other yeah, and that and and that's sort of what Willow says. Just like, just ignore her, yeah, Xander, and like stop falling for her. You know, her instigation. So, but he just can't do it. 
He really can't. Yeah, he just like um, needs to go after her all the time. And like gotta do- <laughs> Yeah, and then just like I don't know, it's so it's 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 very silly. Um, yeah, and I, I want to say they they resolve their shit in the next episode or or the prom or something like that. I think so. Like, they have to wrap it up because Cordelia um, Charisma Carpenter is about to leave to go be right. an angel. So right. they have to. <laughs> they say that at the end of this episode too. Up. Yeah, we got to wrap this yeah. up. I'm headed over to Angel. <laughs> Angel's going to uh, LA. Yeah, Wesley's going to be there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got to move on. Um, yeah. See you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. Um, uh, and then meanwhile, Faith and Mayor Wilkins are are plotting and scheming. Yeah. He's still so completely terrifying. Like, yeah, he's a he's a little creeper. And um, his relationship with her is very interesting because he kind of like treats her like a daughter. Yeah. He you know, there's there's one point when they be when faith begins to work for him mm-hmm. when when he like unveils her new apartment or whatever yeah and she says something like hey thanks sugar daddy like she tries to turn it into something sexual and he's right. like no i'm not you know we're not gonna have that kind of relationship yeah he's like i'll so, be like, your like dad but i won't be your yeah, daddy like your this daddy, isn't yeah a, <laughs> like he's not he's not that kind of guy yeah um, he he wants to have like a relationship that's even weirder <laughs> yeah <laughs> which like, is yeah it, yeah because because it is so wholesome it is so terrifying like, yeah it he's is like i made you, know, you toll house cookies i'm cookies, giving you a knife i bought you a, I bought you a knife <laughs> i bought you this wonderful knife now i need you to go to the airport and uh kill some guy and kill a for man me. yeah yeah just kill a man <laughs> i yeah. love that he he gave her the knife as a present, mm-hmm. but then when she showed up, she killed him with a bow and arrow. Well, like, yeah, but then she cut his hand off. I suppose. Oh, with the I guess knife. that's true. <laughs> I I just think it's funny because like it's like it's like Joss Whedon fucked up Chekhov's gun. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Um. I thought um, it was funny that, like, the vampire who was, like, the driver almost mm-hmm. seemed like, like, he was like, whoa, Faith, you're going too far by cutting yeah. off his hand. You're like, like you're a vampire. I, I am a cold-blooded murderer, <laughs> and I suck people's blood out through their neck, but you are on a whole nother level, Faith. Yeah, you're like, damn, girl, that's cold, cutting you off someone's hand. That's like he's already dead. Yeah, what's he gonna do? You can like, cut his hand off. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they. I. I was thinking about Faith a lot, like, cause she. She was apparently very attached to that knife. Um, yeah, and I realized that that's probably the first like, nice thing that she has ever been given by someone, you know? Yeah. Like, she, You know, they talk about how she's from... Uh, I, I don't know how I miss this, but they say that she's from Boston. Like, she grew up in Boston. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. She's cl- clearly from Dorchester. <laughs> she um, has... She tries to sometimes do, like, a Boston or New York accent. Right, but the like Canadian, city, but, The Canadian yeah, always too... <laughs> comes through. 
she yeah, can't help too it. Much. She's always saying can't a boot. It. Yeah, a boot. A boot. Um, but yeah, so like she, you know, she has had this rough upbringing and probably like never had any nice things or like, you know, never had someone looking out for her. So like, you know, she's drawn to people who can like take care of her, you know, like the the one um, way back when the one watcher lady. Oh, you know, yeah. They were, they were starting to have like a kind of nice relationship. And I think that she like really wanted you know, that kind of guidance and kind of like a parental figure and now coming to the mayor who's like, yeah, the the complete utter epitome of evil. But like he's still kind of he's still kind of daddy and not daddy. But you know what I mean? <laughs> not like a hot daddy. <laughs> yeah, no. Just not a like dad. John, not John Ritter daddy. <laughs> not a. Yeah. <laughs> not a cart a cute cardigan daddy. Yeah. No. just a dad (laughs) just a dad yeah um yeah he he is so creepy and like his like weird like clean ocds and Mm -hmm. um i also just (laughs) love that like when after she gets the the box full of Gavrox? Full of spiders. <laughs> Gavrox? The box of Gavin Rossdale. Yeah. I was like, Shadrock? <laughs> <laughs> the box of Adrox. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when she gets the box of Adrox um, <laughs> and she brings it to the mayor and it's like she walks into city hall and it's like this hilarious like it's like city hall at night you know and it's like this yeah. <laughs> i feel like it's just funny to think about like you know the mayor is is uh like not human anymore so he can like work all night like i don't know where he lives or if he has like another like if he just stays at city hall all night but it's like city hall is hopping at night (laughs) apparently yeah Yeah. just with like the mayor and like vamps and faith and like yeah yeah tons of yeah just a lot going on yeah yeah like does he have a family like does he even like a fake family that i don't think so because you know at the end he talks about like his wife aging oh yeah and he did he doesn't age so i'm assuming he just kind of like hangs out at city hall all night lives in city yeah because his office is like very homey (laughs) yeah and it's very well stocked yeah he's got everything he needs somehow he's making toll house cookies for faith um they're yeah. <laughs> really really hard yeah. hard as rock those? toll house cookies oh my god yeah those looked those did not look appetizing those look like chips ahoy <laughs> um because she picks one up and she's about to eat it and then like he's like oh open your present faith and she puts it down and it's like clunk clunk <laughs> yeah and you're like that's not a home a homemade cookie <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> come on <laughs> He has like a little easy bake oven in the corner. <laughs> yeah, like a forty watt light bulb. Yeah, well, because does oh he have God. to? Does he eat anything other than spiders? <laughs> then Gavrox. Did, 
Did he eat this? Does he eat the spiders? I think he eats them later, doesn't he? I don't know. He eats the Gavrocks. Oh, yeah. He like needs to eat like energy, right? Yeah. That's his deal. Okay. Um. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. I want to talk about Wesley. Okay. Because I think this this episode with him is so funny. I love the absolute lack of respect that they give him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're basically he... like, just leave. <laughs> like, yeah. get out of here. Well, because, like, they, you know, he he comes in. Like, they have already discussed everything. Like, they've talked about, well, we've ruled out this, this, and this. We definitely know it's not, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, And so they have already, like, come up with a game plan. And then Wesley walks in, and he's like, well, I definitely know it's not this, this, and this. And they're like, okay, you haven't told us anything we don't already know, so we're going to fucking leave. And he's like, by the power vested in me by the council, I demand that you stay <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> because he is like the absolute embodiment of a useless system of power. Yeah. He has no real world knowledge or lived experience. And he doesn't come to you know, their situation with a knowledge of like what works or what will work and what won't work. And it just like, it, it reminds me of like working with somebody in a, in a place that's like where you have like a middle manager, you know, like a shift manager or something. Yeah. And you, you and your coworkers like just do the work that needs to be done because you actually know how to get it the fuck done. Yeah. And like, you know, you don't really need them to make decisions because that's, you know, you have already done it. You're already aware. Like, we are good to go. Yeah. And that's why you need a union. <laughs> <laughs> Watchers union. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Buffy that's needs need. to unionize. Yeah. Oh, my God. A, but yeah, it was a just Scooby so funny. union. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah, he's just so impotent and... and and insecure and weaselly and <laughs> I know I don't it really understand. shines in this episode. Yeah, I don't quite get what Cordelia sees in him either. I mean, he's a hot man. He's he's very attractive. Like uh, Alexis. Oh shit, what's his name? Alexis Den- Be- Denehoff or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. He's very very good to look at. But he like with the eyes his. That's played down so much, and I think, like, I feel like you don't see that at all until Angel. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I see it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe I'm just, I'm just like all those guys who can't tell if a a man is attractive when he has glasses on and (laughs) is too buttoned up. He has to pull his glasses off and, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. He's just such a like uh like stick up his ass. Yeah. Well, it just it, it just is to play up that that sort of um theme of like, you know, anti-authority, like fuck the man, like you should always question people in power, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um Well, I yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> um yeah definitely question people like wesley who are in power 
because mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about they don't know what yeah they don't know what they're doing and and you know you run the world exactly <laughs> um i i thought it was interesting like the fact that buffy applies like it took me a while to figure out like why she did it like why she applied to northwestern right and i guess like it's because she was kind of hoping that faith would like take over for her Mm -hmm. um but at first i was like i don't understand why she even did that to herself you know what i mean like she knew she couldn't go like why would she even apply i don't know i yeah i mean I I can kind of understand it just to like, you know, just to even, even if it's going to hurt you in the long run, I think just to try it, you know, just to see what would happen, you know, yeah. like we've all, we've all done stuff like that, like applied for a job that was like, oh, you know, I absolutely don't have any qualifications, but let's just see what happens. And I'll, yeah, you know, yeah, I would I would regret not even trying, you know. It just seems like such a bummer. You it know? is such a bummer. <laughs> to be like, oh, I like, I know that I can't really do this, but like, yeah. let me just see if I can get in and then I'll just like torture myself. Um, <laughs> you know, with like the yeah, knowledge I- that I can. I like got into this good school and I could go somewhere, but I can't. Right. You know? Yeah, I think a part of her, like, really wanted to believe that something could work out, you know? Yeah. Like, somebody, you know, she could make it, you know, balance it out somehow. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Go, <laughs> fly home to Sunnydale and kill vamps on weekends. I know. I was like, dude, <laughs> you can't do that. So, yeah, no. Buffy had this whole idea that she's going to go to Northwestern. She's like, we'll take care of the Ascension. We'll get the mayor all squared away. Then I'll start at Northwestern and I'll come back on every break to kill vampires. <laughs> You're like, dude. Yeah. That is like, not going to work. You have to be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, it, it's a sad... um, It's a sad thing that, like, she can't actually do the stuff that she wants to do yeah she's like tethered by this destiny you know it's not you know giles and and you know all the people like you know the council people or whatever like say it's a gift that she's been given but it's like it's not it's a prison it's yeah. a cage it's a, a leash you know well and um, thank god sunnydale's such a big town yeah that they have their own <laughs> At least there's like they have a university there yeah, a branch of of, of, UC. of UC, like yeah. So they get to, go, <laughs> okay. you know, she gets to go to UC Sunnydale, oh, uh, which is a you know a very large university uh, next to the um, across the street from the high school, right in the <laughs> club near the club district of Sunnydale. Yeah, so she could still go to the Bronze, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she can. Um, <laughs> She might even be able to get to go to some of the other clubs in Sunnydale. The old the Hello. clubs for older people. Yeah. For adults. Ooh. Yeah. Um 
And then yeah. Willow, and then like she gets Willow to decide to go there too. Yeah, I, I which I is it wild. Was funny. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Like, yeah, Willow, you know, Willow says she's gonna go to UC Sunnydale, and it's funny because like Buffy, like basically like tackles her because mm-hmm. she's so excited. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, but you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to do you know you don't have to do that just for little old me yeah <laughs> it's like you've already played your hand buffy you're already like obviously very excited and want willow to stay so yeah like, <laughs> you don't need to do that um but yeah it's just funny yeah oh i i thought it was neat that so okay so they they intercept this box that the mayor needs, but in the process, Willow gets captured. Mm-hmm. I have a couple things to say about that. Will Whatever Willow is wearing is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing, so to a, basically to a heist yes. in City Hall, she is wearing a dusty pink velvet floor length long sleeve bodycon dress with like wicca symbols on the boob part (laughs) well yeah that's a way to blend in yeah that was the period craziest period thing i've ever seen yeah (laughs) it's wild too because she doesn't usually wear bodycon stuff yeah this is really a so i i i sense a shift after the doppelganger mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. and i think this is really when she starts like getting a little more she gets like, her, pushing the envelope a little more on. yeah yeah she's like way more confident like she she even like you know is directing people like you do this and you do that and take these you know take these sheets and get back to me or whatever <laughs> and she's like coming into her own a little bit more. oh yeah nice she was see. bossy mommy willow a little bit in the last episode yeah in the last episode it was like because because okay. per- percy comes through and she's like oh this is your willow's little trooper and i was yeah, like what the fuck like, is this crazy good- dom relationship she has with this like um with this like dumb jock yeah this basketball guy who is obsessed with her yeah i love it ever since she beat the (laughs) shit out of him yeah and he's like yeah he's He's like i'll do whatever you want willow you want an apple yeah mommy (laughs) mommy i mean willow i mean mommy Willow, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, we have to make that meme. <laughs> okay. Everyone stay tuned um, for that meme. Yes, it's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was crazy. And then um, the... So, the, yeah, they get the box, but Willow gets captured in the process. So then they do this, like, you know, at, at, at this hostage exchange at midnight in the cafeteria of the school for some reason and then fucking armin shimmerman just rolls up with a bunch of cops and is like what the fuck is going on yeah and he's like what is this a drug deal (laughs) is this drugs you guys doing drugs um he's obsessed with drugs which i think is funny that they do set that up a little bit in the beginning because he like finds a random student with a brown paper bag and he's like what is this you got crack (laughs) we you know you got drugs in here and he's like um it's my lunch sir he is so Um, obsessed yeah like he would i feel like he would die of happiness if he like discovered actual drugs 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that that was like he, he had such a raging boner in the book burning episode. Yeah. When he was like, you know, top dog of like cracking down on the school. He was like, I'm so horny for this. This is my shit. Like, yeah, I think he would. I think his dick would explode. Yes, he he, his a, dick would explode. If he found a student, <laughs> if he found a student with the drugs, yeah, he would. Yeah, it would be like Angel's boner. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I was confused because I thought Armin Shimmerman like technically worked for the mayor. Like I was under the impression that he was like in cahoots because he talks about like he knows supernatural shit is going on. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess they didn't really establish like how much he knows because he was surprised to see the mayor, you know, in the cafeteria. Yeah, that's right. That's like a weird. Actually, I think that might be like a weird um, sort of plot. Yeah, plot hole. Because, mm. yeah, he does. um One, I forget which episode it is, but yeah, you see him like talking about like yeah, doing something uh, in, for the mayor, um, right? Yeah, or something like that. He's like, he's yeah, he's talking to the he's talking to the cops, I think, and he's like, just say it was drugs. You want to tell them? You want to really tell them what's going on? Yeah, like, you know. So yeah, it's weird. Like, does he know? Doesn't he know? Like, how much does he know? Like, yeah just kind of kind of bizarre yeah yeah that's Um, weird i don't know and like obviously things don't go well for him at the spoiler yeah spoilers Um, (laughs) at the end of the season but uh yeah he'll 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 he's fine he'll be fine sure he'll be (laughs) great Um, he went to a farm upstate. Yes, yes. We, sometimes we go visit him. Uh-huh. Um, uh. I liked... Uh, what was... There was... a uh, um, The scene where, like, Buffy gets lowered into the mayor's <laughs> office on, like... That was so stupid. On, like... Um, oh, I love it. It's, like, Peter Pan... Uh, <laughs> Like, yes, (laughs) like strings. I I get what they were trying to do. They wanted to do like the Mission Impossible, like lower down through the roof or whatever. Yeah, but literally all they could get was the fucking, like, yeah, the Peter Pan pulley system that they got out of the fucking the uh, the high school theater uh, department. And it was like, oh my god. And like, literally in the last episode, you see Buffy running up and. A building. Yeah. So and like literally, like like parkours herself. Yes. Uh, onto the roof. Like it, yes. it made no sense. Yeah. So that bothered me. The fact that she she could have just like jumped down, grabbed the box, threw it up to Angel, and then jumped up into the little hole or whatever. Yeah. Like she's just hanging there. Yeah. Like they <laughs> fucked up. Um. Like like the uh set. You know, the techies in the back, like, yeah. can't figure out how to make her fly. Like, oh, God. And she's just hanging um, there like an idiot. Yeah. And it's like, Buffy, again, you have superpowers. So crazy. Like, you don't yeah. have to just hang there. 
And Angel, too. He's like, oh, it's jammed. I can't get it to work. It's like, you have vampire super strength also. Just like, you pull could, her up. You could figure it out. Yeah. Like, literally, he should be able oh, to pull Buffy and the box up just, like, with his brute strength. Yeah. Although there are 50 billion spiders in that box. so That's true. It's a lot of spiders. <laughs> a lot of spiders. It's very heavy. Gavrocks. Yeah. <laughs> Gavrocks. Oh my god. <laughs> so many Gavrocks. <laughs> um I do like I did like that Angel used the box. Oh, the other thing too that was funny was like Willow did like the spell on the box and like it looked like she did nothing. Yeah. But like I guess it, it had worked. Like a- yeah, it was I guess it had a a, a force, field. force field around <laughs> it and then she got oh, rid of yeah, it. Yeah, she yeah, and then she was like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. And yeah, like, and then she was like, okay. see y'all later. Yeah, she was like, peace. Yeah. I'm going to go get captured now. Yeah. It's very um, funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I do like her uh, her scene with Faith. So she she breaks out. Willow breaks out. But then she finds the books of Ascension and she starts like to read them. Mm-hmm. And then she gets caught by Faith and they have this little like this little kind of like tete-a-tete together but i uh, again it's another instance of like willow kind of standing up to faith even though like faith is a slayer also like she could break every bone in willow's body and just like turn her into a crumpled up piece of paper you know yeah yeah but willow really like comes at her and is like you know oh it's way too late for us to be friends like you're you know you're a piece of shit like we'll never we gave you so many chances and you'll never have you'll never know love like Buffy (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like oh god Willow okay yeah I mean I I appreciate that like it is like you said Willow is like kind of feeling her power herself a little bit more and Mm -hmm. like um seems to be like yeah aware of the kind of power that she has and that like she's sort of starting to like summon more and more which is cool yeah i i really love like yeah her whole character arc is so you know it's such a weird contrast to buffy's as well you know because buffy starts you know all powerful and like super strong or Mm -hmm. whatever and then she you know she has more you know losses and and is tortured and is kind of like deeper she's almost like the arc the arc kind of goes downward for Buffy whereas Willow is very much upward like going from zero to yeah spoiler alert almost destroying the whole universe yeah (laughs) yeah like becoming Um, like incredibly incredibly powerful yeah Um, so it's it's neat to see her like her ascension her ascension yeah and it's interesting too because it's like you know willow isn't necessarily like called to anything yeah she just decided to do it yeah she just decided to learn and to you know research and practice you know yeah and so it's not yeah it's not necessarily it's not like her destiny she just like want wanted to be a badass witch and did a good job (laughs) at it and we can all take a lesson from that i would like to also be a badass witch (laughs) um you just gotta work really hard and and you know study a lot oh yeah girl boss this fucking witch shit (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, actually, I don't know if I like that either. But, you know, it's like, it's an interesting contrast, I guess, of like um, being called to something and like having to learn a tr- yeah. a, like a trade, sort of, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I think it's cool, like you said, like there's, you know, when Buffy like falters and she needs her friends, like thinking about how like every Slayer before Buffy, as far as we know, worked alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like how much more powerful Buffy is because she has people that help her. Yeah. And like definitely. a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot more people than yeah than they're supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> so many people. Yeah, so like I don't know. That's very interesting. Like I I really like that about Buffy is like how many, um, like how much of a collective it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's very like yeah. It takes a village to mm-hmm. kill a vampire to kill a bunch of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> It totally does. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, well, was there anything else you wanted to touch on? I think that's it. I mean, I I feel like we could talk more about, like, Buffy and Angel with, like, prom. Oh, yeah. We didn't really... Yeah. Because they, they are kind of leading up to the next episode where Angel finally breaks up with Buffy. Yeah. Um, but the mayor, yeah, says something, yeah, when he's talking about his, his lost wife or whatever, he's like, you're not, you know, Angel, you're not going to give Buffy a good life, you know, because you can't grow old together and live it with her. So it's like, it's really incredibly selfish of you to like stay. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. You got a point, my dude. It is. (laughs) It's like one of those things where it's like, it's selfish, but it's also like, it's what they both want. Yeah, you know? so it's like, who are you to say, you know, how they should, you know, live their life? But... Yeah, but I, but I get it. Yeah, like I mean, he is the two hundred and forty three year old, so he knows a little bit more than Buffy, mm-hmm. <laughs> just a tiny mm-hmm. bit, a <laughs> not tiny even bit. really well, that yeah, much. You would hope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we can talk more about, I guess, like Angel and Buffy in prom because i feel like that's like really where where yeah, everything kind of huge yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited prom prom time and then yeah. we and then graduation day oh yeah and then it's a coming it's so weird it's like i kind of just like i was like looking at season four and i was like oh my god they're in college like that's crazy insane right? yeah. like it's a totally new like you know it's like they said it couldn't be done but they but like you know they went they <laughs> go they to college yeah. they do it yeah <laughs> it's kind of crazy oh man time flies F- for real time flies we're about to start fun talking about buffy we're about to start season four. Oh my gosh all right Oh, let's God. Not, not put the cart before the horse. The Riley years. Oh, no. I'm going to have a really, really hard time. Such a hard time. 
I hate Riley so much. Oh, man. Well, I guess it will be probably to the people listening, it will be a little more refreshing to you know to constantly say how much riley sucks shit instead of that's Xander. true that's true i will i <laughs> so i promise i will say that riley sucks shit like all the time a bit of a change of pace yeah so there we go and it's funny because like we talk about how much we love cordelia and then she's gonna leave but then we're gonna substitute her with anya <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly oh, i love it all right well you can look forward to that and more um you can follow us on Twitter at Bangs Podcast um, and check out our Patreon where we have um, just us shooting the shit episodes. Yeah. Uh, we really need to do one because I just watched the Munsters, the Rob Zombie <laughs> version, and I have a lot of things to say about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so let's do it. That we should can... be our next one. Yeah, let's talk about our next Patreon will be about spooky Halloween spooky themed yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay. We're doing it. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you want to join in on the fun there, it's patreon.com slash fangscast. And that's going to do it for Fangs for the Memories. Woohoo! See ya, suckers. See ya, suckers.